This is Beyond the Bookshelf podcast from the Columbus Junction Public Library. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Columbus Junction Public Library's Beyond the Bookshelf podcast. I'm Mandy. And I'm Erin. And today we're so excited we have a guest. And this is, we're going to let her introduce herself. Leanne Kuntz. And she is from the Washington Public Library, you know, just right down the road from us. And we're so excited to have you join us for our podcast today. So we're going to start a little bit with getting to know you and how you ended up at the Washington Public Library. Oh, thank you. It's so nice to be here. I've just always dreamed of doing a podcast at the Washington Public Library, but I've never um, did anything but listen to them. So (laughs) this is lovely to be able to see how this all works behind the scenes and uh, tell you a little bit about myself. So thank you for inviting me. I'm very pleased to be here. Uh, Yeah, I've been at the Washington Public Library now for, I'm in my 22nd year. I've been there. For 21 years, I'm on 22nd year at the Washington Public Library. I'm actually from Northwest Iowa, and I got a teaching degree originally from Morningside College in Sioux City, Iowa, and I did teach for a while. I taught English literature and Spanish um, at the middle school and high school level, and my husband and I ended up moving to Nebraska for a year, did not like teaching there at all, and so my husband found a job. Uh, closer to this on this side of the state of Iowa, got back into Iowa. And I at the time didn't have a job, but I had just finished working at the Wayne Public Library in Wayne, Nebraska. Um, I had taught a year at in Nebraska and didn't enjoy it, so I decided I would try something different. They had a job opening. The director there taught me cataloging, and I thought my whole world had exploded. I loved it so much. It was great. I love organizing things, so it was perfect for me. So I thought I I had figured out a new calling that was even more true to what I really needed to be doing. So when we moved to the eastern side of Iowa, we moved to Washington. In one year, I was lucky enough that a position opened up. They needed a cataloger. I applied for the position and they hired me and I was so happy (laughs) and I started doing the cataloging there. Um, Then they also had me do uh, the teen librarian job, which was so much fun. I did that for 17 years. Some of my secondary education helped with that and I loved it so much because it was a chance to work with teens, but you didn't have to do grades. You could just do the fun stuff. (laughs) We could talk about books and there was no grade involved. You know, it was it was great. So I really enjoyed that. Since then, I have been promoted to assistant director. Nothing really different in my job except that I do uh, interlibrary loans. I do cataloging. I work the circ desk and I get to do podcasts. So (laughs) So that's my history at the Washington Public Library. Love it. Okay, so what is the weirdest thing you've ever found being used as a bookmark? Ah, pizza. A pizza no. slice. No. A slice of pizza. So we were at the older library. We have a newer library now that we've been in for 12 years. But at the old library one day, you know, just shelving books. And there was an actual slice of pizza inside the book. And I was like, what the heck? Were they using this as a bookmark? Or was this a joke by some teen? Or I'm blaming teens. It could have been an old man. <laughs> <laughs> For, my, for all we know. But yes, it was an actual slice of pizza. And then since then, there's always the, you know, condoms or, you know, strange other things that end up in there in the in the books. But yeah. Used Band-Aids. Used Band-Aids. Mm-hmm. Oh, those are the worst. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I found hair in one. 
Yes. It was like like it, it was in a plastic baggie, but it was like hair, and I'm just like, oh, okay, oh, well, saving locks of hair. Yeah, so I'm just like, see, I oh. I don't. I feel like this was a missed opportunity for you, Aaron. You had someone else's DNA. Well, it that like you it was cut. It doesn't matter when you sprinkle that stuff over a crime scene. It's wow. gonna, I mean, come on. This is a wasted opportunity. No <laughs> kidding. You could have found out who that was. Jeez, I know. Aaron. I know. Could have used it as an alibi. Ugh, it was a missed opportunity. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. Can I just say really quick? There was no hesitation on your part. You knew immediately what the worst <laughs> I thing know, was. I loved that. I did. I was right off the, like, I could totally picture it that day and was still in shock. We talk about it all the time at the library because we love to tell that to the new high school pages that work at the library. Like, just watch out. Could be a slice of pizza in there. And they're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yes. They're thinking, be. why would you put? Why? Okay, do you remember the name of the book that the pizza slice was in? Okay. I don't at all. I just wondered. Oh, gosh. That would have been interesting. Hmm. Like, it would have been clever if it was, like, John Grisham's playing for pizza or something. You oh, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, if it had a tie Ooh. to pizza or something. Doesn't this make you want to, like, be a prankster now and go, like, find all the books and put a funny bookmark in each one that has to do with the title? I'm, I'm not That's saying That's like a doesn't. librarian thing, yeah. I think, to do the funny prank of, like, that. That would be so clever. Okay. One last question. Uh, warm or cold? Was it cold? Like, had it been there for a while? Or was oh, it... yes, it was cold. Okay, okay. I'm like, it wasn't like still Slightly sloppy. dehydrated, yeah. Okay. Ooh, it had been there for a while. Yeah. It really had. I don't even know how they fit it between the pages without ruining the book. The book was fine afterwards? I can't remember. Possibly no books were harmed in the making of this joke. True. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. On- honestly, what is your favorite book? Oh, gosh. You can't ask that. That's <laughs> like an did. illegal question. <laughs> it is I illegal. hate when anybody asks that. What's your favorite book today? Today, right now. Mm-hmm. Today, right now. Yes. My favorite book right now today. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is really hard. What have I read recently that I really, really like? Because I have really high standards. So it takes a, I read, it seems like I have to read through like 10 to 12 books before I finally get to a book that I'm like, okay, that's yeah. the book that I'm going to say yeah. is my greatest. But I really don't have a favorite right now. Okay. I just, do that's you an have, illegal question. I'm sorry. <laughs> do you have an author that you know instantly, I'm going to love this person's books? Who is it? Yes. Usually Barbara Kingsolver. Okay. Or um, Ann Patchett. Yes. And I think Barbara Kingsolver. And Ann Patchett, both are coming out with books fairly soon. Could it be good? <laughs> yes. My favorite book. You can name one? Uh, this is impressive this to me. Is, this has been my favorite book for a very long time. Uh, it's The Two Princes of Amar by uh, Gail Carlson Levine, the author of Ella Enchanted. Uh, it is about two sisters. I have a younger sister and like I'm very close with her. So it's two sisters. And like, yeah, there's a little love story in there, which is perfect for like that preteen age, but they really go above and beyond for each other. And I do not find a lot of like wholesome, actual, like realistic sister relationships. And it's fantasy and magic and all that good stuff. So that one is my go-to favorite because it's, I never feel bad rereading it. Mandy, what is yours? Uh, I don't know why I asked Mandy. Mandy, go ahead and I, say what yours I is. Can't, no, I can't even say that it's my favorite. Okay. There's some really great scenes in it. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite book. I want to point out Mandy 
put this question down to ask you. I know. She that does this. not seem fair. She has no answer. <laughs> I want it's an illegal question. <laughs> what have I read lately? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Nothing but I, YA. Nothing but YA recently. This is true. Okay. My favorite spooky season book was The X-Hex by Aaron Sterling. It was a delightful little rom-com with magic and witches and all that kind of stuff. And it just made me so happy reading it. And I don't know if it was because I read it when I was done with all of my like all Iowa reads reading. So it was like my first book that I got to pick. And so I think that's why it was sticking with me a little bit more. But I also adored, I got to find the author, A Mad Woman's Ball. Mm, that one mm-hmm. kind of has stuck with me too. That's by Victoria Maz. So those those are my two like right now where I'm like, oh, have you read this one? Oh, have you read this one? What is your favorite program that you guys have ever done at the Washington Public Library? Oh, my goodness. We've done a lot of amazing programs, but one that comes to mind is when we had the eclipse. Gosh, what was that, four years ago Mm -hmm. when the eclipse was here? We went all out. (laughs) It was so much fun. We had everybody in the building doing some sort of program. So, of course, we had the glasses. We were able to get some of the the glasses to view. And then we had everybody in the community coming and wanting our glasses. And we just had a limited number. And it was crazy because we were having our own big, you know, eclipse party outdoors. And we had snacks. You know, we had moon pies. And we had... Oh, gosh, what else did we have that was sort of, you know, kitschy and related to the <laughs> the whole eclipse? And then, of course, we had everybody out in the street. We closed the street off, and we have these most wonderful photos, talking about photos, and videos of people, you know, just staring up in awe <laughs> at the sun. And it's just so great. And then, of course, we were watching it live. We had a live feed up in our one room. We had games. And it was such a coming together of all the staff and the whole community because you had all the families out there and everybody was together. And we were all watching this amazing thing. It's like, wow, we're just, you know, you just felt tiny in so many ways that this amazing thing was happening to our earth. But yet we all felt like a community. We were all together experiencing this. And Oh, it was kind of eerie, too, because when, you know, when the eclipse does happen, it makes you think like, okay, is the world going to end now? Or are we all going to be here? Is the sun (laughs) going to come back out? Um, (laughs) Is this it? You know, so that was one of the really fun programs we did at the Washington Public Library. I love it. What's your favorite program we've ever done, Erin? My favorite program that we've ever done. I didn't realize I was going to have to answer this question. I know. Um, I love putting you on the spot. Okay, you're going to laugh at me because it's very on brand, but we did a Halloween party like in the kids room and there was like karaoke and stuff like that. And like we had fortune cookies and we had like tattoos and I was putting like fake tattoos and like it was candy and like it was so unstructured, but like the kids were having such a good time and everyone's like, look at my costume. Do you see what I am? So here's why I did this kind of thing. And I just, I love when kids get excited about being like creative about their style. So yes. Also, I love Halloween. Like no shame. (laughs) I love that. I that is one of my favorite pre-COVID memories because you don't realize what kids name songs. And so I felt like the epitome of world's best librarian when they're like, play the Superman song. And I'm like, I got you. I know what that is. And it's Imagine Dragons. And I'm like, wow that's impressive you speak child um so yeah I I I really did feel quite quite proud at that moment I think one of my favorite programs was hmm, 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 hmm. 
There's so many. How do you pick one? It's just yeah. like a book. <laughs> um, we did family fort night. And so we had all these plastic tablecloths and families came and they made like a little campfire craft and then made their fort and then ate walking s'mores and read together as a family. And it was so much fun because people came and stayed for such a long time. And I think it was just, it was like there was an impact to the kids are like, do you remember that time I brought my blanket and my pillow and my pajamas and we came and we played at the library? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> I yeah, love that. Because it's something they don't get to normally do. And when they get to actually right. have their pajamas on and they get to cuddle in a corner of the library, it suddenly becomes home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how wonderful. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Oh, although hmm, I did enjoy we made an escape room. And did that in our conference room. And the kids had a blast with that. And I, like, we tried to, I think it was around Halloween time. And we were trying to be kind of, like, creepy and stuff. And so we were, like, you know, the the director, like, 10 directors before Mandy, you know. So they're really old and, like, all that kind of stuff. And we had a few little creepy paranormal things happen up here after that. And it was pretty great. I enjoyed it immensely. We also did um, Life Size Clue. My teens did that. That was so much fun because they created the stories for all their characters. So they became the characters, but they created their own stories and had their own backstories. And we took weeks to plan it, of course, because we would have, you know, our weekly teen advisory board meetings every week and they would come up and they'd present their story and then they'd say yeah but that's not going to work with his story because we got to make it look like they're both guilty you know and they it was really problem solving and they were so proud of it when they were done and it went really well we did it actually twice we did it once with just teens then we decided to expand it and let adults come and they loved it and it was they had the best time. And, of course, they got to dress up in costumes yeah. and be the character, you know, a little bit of theater. And that was really a satisfying program because some of the teens still talk about that, too. That's awesome. I love it. Mindy, I'm surprised your favorite wasn't the book dominoes. I did love book dominoes. It was fantastic. The kids had a blast. I had a blast. It was wonderful. I did not love that my staff hated me for two weeks afterwards putting all these books away. But you know what? The kids had fun. I had fun. It was a good time. And some of those books hadn't gotten off the shelf in a long time. So they're fine. It's okay. Wonderful. (laughs) That's always been a dream of mine, but we've never done that. And we've always dreamed of it. It was next time I will pull the books that the kids can use. So that that way they just all go Go in one section. Just take all the Patterson. Exactly. You (laughs) literally could. Have you seen that TikTok where they're almost building like a life-size igloo with all of their James Patterson books? I think we could probably do that anyway. What is your favorite service or favorite thing that Washington Public Library does? Not just a program, but like a service or something that makes your library unique. Gosh makes it unique i don't think we're any more wonderful than every other public library in iowa i can't say we're unique in this though i just think you know we we get to know our patrons we're very friendly but that's what every public librarian in iowa does boy you're really putting me on the spot on that one let me think about it you guys go next and i'll think if i can think of anything unique what do you think we're unique about is this okay 
can I clarify? Does this need to be like unique to I like to no. our library? No. Because if we're doing something unique, like I think our podcast is great and amazing, and it's our fa- my favorite thing that we do because it is my favorite thing that we do. But my favorite like service I think that we offer is um, transparent languages. I've had a lot of kids, or like maybe even the live tutoring, just because I feel like a lot of kids really use that, and I think that's good. Otherwise, the little pedal thing. People love the pedal, the oh, bike machine. I have we the have bikes. A- yeah, because we have a thing where you sit down and you put it underneath under your desk. the desk bicycles. Yeah, we oh let people check it goodness, out. Oh my goodness, how fun! We've had several people use it for like um, physical therapy after like surgery and stuff mm-hmm. like that because they're like, I can't put weight down, but I need to be moving my legs. So, I think that was a really inspired thing that you bought. Neat. How interesting. My favorite thing that we do is uh, all of the stuff that we do with citizenship offering citizenship um, classes, having the videos online, having the curriculum online, um, having, uh, you know, pre-COVID, we had a really, really awesome, like healthy, like community tutoring program. Um, So it kind of connected people that were new in the community with people who've been in the community for a little while. And I think too, it also helps, like before I started helping with citizenship, I could not have told you what Ben Franklin was famous for. It was the key and the kite, right? Like, <laughs> you know, all of those things that I thought I knew or that I had learned but forgot. Um, so I think it's um, that that's one of my favorite things that we've been able to do and offer and figure out how to work within the community to offer as much support as we can. So that's one of my favorites. Do you think of anything? Well, do you have like a favorite like item that's weird in your library? Ooh, that you check out. Oh, the weird checkout items. Gosh. You guys offer art. We do have art prints. Which I think is so interesting and so cool. Yes, we do have art prints. The circulation has not been as high as it was some years ago, but we do have art prints. I know we have that little thing that um, you can check how much electricity you're using in your house. Oh, like that's It's like a little, yeah. I don't even know what they call that little thing. It's a little thing, and you take it home, check it out, take it home, and you can find out how much electricity you're using. Uh, Alliant Energy, I think, gave us that or something, and we use that to check out. So that's kind of fun. Alliant Energy, if you're listening, we need one of those too. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say it gets checked out a lot, but we probably don't advertise it enough either. You know, you can check out magnifying glasses, which, I don't know, that's kind of (laughs) unique. Fair enough, fair enough. We don't have cake pans. <laughs> I still, people always talk about that. You know, there's some libraries that check out cake pans. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did not realize this. You didn't realize thing. that? Yeah. yeah. No. Like if you want to make a Mickey Mouse cake and you don't want to buy that pan, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I feel like I get seed gardens and stuff like that in libraries, but I do not understand cake pans. <laughs> Some libraries have the tie library, too. Like, if you need a nice tie for, like, an event or something, because ties can be expensive or, like, a job interview or whatever. And so they have, like, a wall of hanging ties that you can check out so that that way you're not having to go and buy a tie. You just have to worry. Because really, too, I hardly ever see them, like, at Goodwill. Yeah. Because they get snapped up. Yeah, they do. They get snapped up. But anyway, I think that's really cool. Let's has cake pans now Mm, that's intense i appreciate the service and if you want cake pans do not come here (laughs) if you want cake pans we will interlibrary loan them from let's (laughs) can we put it through interlibrary loan 
why wouldn't like they would fit in a Iowa shares bag? Gosh, I never even thought of that. Wow. There you go. You should be in a library I loading. Try it. Sigourney has um cake pans, I think, too. Okay. So yeah. It's been around I don't for know. a while. Maybe some people won't do stuff like that because it's bigger or it's not a book and interlibrary loan is only books. I don't know. Some people have very strong opinions about what goes through interlibrary loan or not. I do not. And I have strong opinions about technology issues and the issues that we've had over the past few weeks. So this is where this portion of the interview is going to go ahead and end and then catch us next week with the second portion of our interview. Hopefully we won't have any issues and you guys will hear us next week. Bye, guys.